So the first thing I would say is get someone to give you a hand. In my case, I hired a consultant who truly just step-by-step step showed me what to do that was proven and that worked. Um, the second thing is don't do marketing that's not proven. I mean, I was doing everything, radio ads and newspaper ads and flyers. I didn't know what to do. Uh, the third thing is don't use sales scripts. <laughs> hmm. I was like reading sales, like, well, blah, blah, blah. That, it, it was really awful. It wasn't me communicating from the heart. It's a 30 minute hour. Where you grow into your power. Welcome to the 30 minute hour. It's the personal development podcast for the seven figure entrepreneur who's looking to level up and become unstoppable. I'm your host, Eric Twiggs, your procrastination prevention partner who's conducted over 28,000 coaching sessions. Also joining me, you know him as the super CEO, the business strategist extraordinaire, and all-around good guy, Ted Fells. Happy Monday, happy Monday, happy Monday, happy, happy holidays. The holiday season, yeah. Good to be here. Absolutely. It's definitely a happy time of year, especially for those entrepreneurs who are listening to us, watching us, and they're, they're looking for that that formula for business success, the formula to take things to the next level. Uh, but today we're going to talk about the four-step formula for business success. So definitely this is when you want to listen in on and this is somebody who has been there and done that and has executed the things that she's going to talk about today uh, so you want to lean in just to give you a little quick hint um she's taken eight businesses to a multi-million dollar valuation that she started from scratch uh, one of which she grew from zero to 88 million in six months so the things that she has teaching the things she's going to be talking about today are things she's done, but we'll get more into that here in a second, but definitely want to make sure you tune in, but please make sure that you know that this is not your everyday podcast. No, no, we, we do things a little differently. We're, we're a little different. We didn't get a chance to, to, to warn our guest, Dr. Terry, but I, I just have a strong feeling Ted that she's up for it. I, I just, I just can feel she, she's up for it. So she, she didn't look, she didn't look a bit nervous. She was yeah, like, it'd be fun. <laughs> like, like, Bring it. Did you, did you, did you just hear what you just read about me? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> no, this, this would be awesome. So I uh, definitely, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify in addition to watching us. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those places. Uh, don't forget to subscribe so that way you never miss an episode. So I, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest. I know everybody's on the edge of their seat now. Like, man, what we got, we have to know. We want to hear from her. All right. So she has over 30 years of business, sales, and marketing experience. She's helped over 6,000 business owners reach revenue goals that they never thought possible. She's one of the most uh, foremost experts in the world on how to market a coaching business. She's built and sold several multi-million dollar companies, like I already mentioned earlier. She's also 
a best-selling author of over 40 books. Please join me in welcoming to the 30-minute hour, Dr. Terry Levine. Whoa, I'm excited to be with you guys. I think we're going to have a lot of fun together. Absolutely. Yeah, I've really been, been looking forward to this. Thank you for joining us. Um, so, so I did want to go ahead and get started. So the, you, you scale these businesses from zero to multi-million dollar valuations. We already mentioned the one you took from zero to 88 million in six months. D did you have it? all figured out from the very beginning where you just somebody who's just kind of a natural no you had to eliminate sand when you were little and all that so tell, tell us about that i had no conception of business sales or marketing i came out of school as a speech language pathologist with my master's degree and just ignorantly started a clinic thinking well i'll just start a clinic you know doctors will refer and that did not happen so after about four months of struggling and not knowing how to do sales and marketing or anything, I was frankly failing. And then I figured something out because I hired a consultant to give me some help. And with that consultant's help, all of a sudden we grew to a million dollar business. Now that was in 1983 and a million dollars was a lot of money back then. So no, I didn't have anything figured out. I honestly did not know what I was doing in that very first business. So interesting. So everything changed once you uh, you brought in the consultant to help you out. Yes. The consultant so, was able to show me the path on how to do marketing right, how to make an offer, how to price right, even how to manage staff. I didn't know how to do any of that. So that really saved me a lot of time, money, and energy and it led the business to great revenue and great success. Okay. So, so if you could time travel and go back and be a mentor to that beginner version of yourself, what advice would you give yourself knowing what you now know? Hmm, that's a really powerful question. So the first thing I would say is get someone to give you a hand. In my case, I hired a consultant who truly just step-by-step step showed me what to do that was proven and that worked. The second thing is don't do marketing that's not proven. I mean, I was doing everything, radio ads and newspaper ads and flyers. I didn't know what to do. Uh, the third thing is don't use sales scripts. Hmm. <laughs> I was like reading sales, like, well, blah, blah, blah. That, it, it was really awful. It wasn't me communicating from the heart. And the other thing is the thing I wear on my bracelet all the time. And it says, create and serve, just show up every day to help people and to give value that, that advice I think is literally worth a million dollars. Hmm. So just show up to give value. You can talk more about that with how, so you can show up to give value. You can show up to try to make money. I mean, how does someone show up to give value? So I forget about money. Even at a time when I really needed money, I stopped focusing on money. I started focusing on what could I do every day to serve and create and help other people. So for example, in my speech language pathology clinic, I volunteered at the Montessori school to do free speech screening. I volunteered at nine private schools to give education about speech and language to the parents. 
I volunteered at pediatricians' offices and neurologists' offices to give talks on speech-language pathology. I started a support group for patients and their families who had a stroke. In this industry, I have my Facebook community with about 8,000 people. I just train. I give away value, resources, tools, education, and none of it is with an outcome. I'm not looking to have someone hire me or find me. I'm just looking to give value. And when I do, people raise their hand if they're interested. It's a very easy, effortless process. And it's the word Heartrepreneur actually stands for how to do business authentically, how to do business heart to heart transparently, and how to do it in a way that actually feels really, really good. Hmm. Okay. So and I'm kind of mind reading the questions that some of my audience members have right now, right? They're saying, you know what? It's 2023 and there's just a lot of coaches and consultants out there. Everybody's got that on their business card. Um, what, what should they be looking for? If they want to really find a good coach or a good consultant, help them with their business. What are some characteristics they need to be looking for? That's a very good question. So one of the first things I would say is a person that does have a track record, right? So if, if they're also in the same situation as you and struggling with the same things you're struggling with, they don't have solutions. The yep. second thing I would say is that they're willing to share solutions. So if they're strictly a coach, not that there's anything wrong with being a coach, they might not be giving you tools. They might be doing that. Well, you know the answer. What if, what if you did know the answer? What would the answer be? <laughs> That's extremely frustrating in my personal experience. Like I came to you because you're the expert. Please tell me the answer. So look for that. And the third thing is some kind of a guarantee that I'm, they're going to get me to the result that I want. Those are the things that I hire people for. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, and I, I think it also helps if the coach has a coach as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, people ask me all the time. They're like, you're so successful. Why do you have eight mentors, consultants, and coaches that you hire? I'm like, well, I've got relationships. I've got humor. I've got health. I've got fitness. I've got nutrition. I've got strength training. I've got a business consultant who's a billionaire. I mean, I can... That's why I'm successful. I really do believe that. I really, really do. I invest in my business and my life to generate more success. I mean, and that's remarkable with, I mean, everything you've accomplished, that you're still used to have people giving you uh, mentorship and, and guidance. I think that's a huge takeaway. Now, I'm just curious, like, what are some of the personal habits that contributed to you being able to scale I mean, all of these businesses to seven, eight figures and beyond. So the first thing I would say is I created this process for myself and it's called GID. And I'll explain it. I think people get value from it. Every single day, first thing I do when I wake up is GID and the G stands for gratitude. So before my feet even hit the edge of the bed, I'm just giving gratitude for anything and everything. The fact that I'm waking up, the fact there's heat in my home right now, the fact that my husband's next to me, the fact I have amazing client, family members, whatever it might be. Then I set my intentions. That's what the I stands for in GID. And intentions are not to-dos. The only time you finish a to-do list is when you're to-done. You're in the grave. And I, I don't do to-dos. 
I set intentions for the day. How do I choose to feel? How do I choose to experience the day? I feel today, one of mine was, I choose to feel connection. I choose to feel love and I choose to feel joy. So I set my intentions. And the third GID, the D is for delegations. And that's not delegating to like someone on your team. It's delegating the how to the universe. So I'll give you an example. My Facebook ad account was hacked yesterday and I deleted the person out of my ad account. And the next thing I knew is today there's ads running in my ad account again and I've been charged $2,500. The how of that is a delegation for me, GID, delegation. I have to delegate the how. I've informed Facebook. I've informed my bank. I've removed the person. I changed my passcode. I took my credit card out. I've done everything I could do. Now it's the how. It's like, universe, help me out, figure this out. So that's GID. And I'll give you a couple more tips. The second is stick to a schedule. I have a very rigid time schedule in terms of the hours and the boundaries when I work, when I don't work. Um, and so sticking to a time schedule to me has been helpful. And the third thing is every single day I prioritize three things. I have three things I set out to accomplish. Once they're done, I can be done for the day, whether it's done in an hour or four hours. Just work on three things that move your business forward every day. So those are my tips. No, those are great tips. I mean, you said a lot there. So the the GID, the gratitude, intentions, and delegations, sticking to a schedule, and then having three priorities. And here's something that I'm just curious about. And I coach people. And of course, it's so much information out here about the value of gratitude. Why is it that many still haven't grasped that yet? How critical that is? What are your thoughts? That's an interesting question. So I'm also a clinical psychologist and a positive psychologist. And I can tell you that if you look at the psychology of that, human beings and our brains are about problem solving. If you think of when we were you know, in caves, it's like, we got to hunt, we got to get food, we got to protect ourselves. We are in a mode, got to solve problems. And that's how our brain thinks, unless we interrupt our brain and we train it to think differently and to focus on. And my favorite question is, what is working instead of what's broken? What do I have to fix? That question, it's a great self-coaching question, too. It shifts us into gratitude. And even when something doesn't seem like it's working, I was telling you guys that got home from Mexico where I also lived the other day and I came home and a giant tree, a giant tree, 50 year old tree had caught on fire and burnt down and almost burnt my house down while I was away. So instead of going, Oh, look at this tree. This is horrible. I'm like, Oh, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. My house is fine. It's a tree. So that's how we have to actually train our brain. Our brain doesn't go to gratitude automatically, Eric. Yeah, I, I can get that because in business, it's all about solving problems and opportunities and everything else. So, and I think sometimes too, it sounds too simple to work and, and to be effective, you know. So. Exactly. Good. All right. Well, we're grateful that you share what you've shared so far. Um, Happy to share. No, this is good stuff. And then, so you've helped 6,000 business owners. Seventy-two hundred at this point. Oh, seventy-two hundred. Okay, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> and that number is just continuing to grow. Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> so, so you've seen it from all ends of the spectrum. Yeah. You know? so, so I'm just curious. What, what, what are some of the common things that separate the people who succeed at an extremely high level and, and those who just seem to fall short? So the first thing I'd say is actually taking action. There are so many people who hire coaches, consultants, mentors, who buy courses and programs, even books, and they don't do anything with it, right? So, you know, it's like going on a weight loss program and then eating pizza and brownies and drinking beer and going, the program doesn't work. You have to implement, right? You have to implement and take action. The next thing I would say is also not following advice. If you're getting advice from a coach, consultant, mentor, a book, a course, follow the advice. You've hired someone or paid for a book that has expert advice. Don't just go do your own thing. And then the final thing I would say is stick to a game plan. You know, I, I think a lot of entrepreneurs have that squirrel thing. It's like, oh, I'll do this. No, that's kind of cool. I'll do this. They're all over the place. Stick to your game plan, stay in your lane, and put blinders on so you don't get distracted. No, it's good. There's a, a funny saying that if, if at first you don't succeed, Try doing what your coach told you to do the first time. <laughs> That's a great thing. That's a great meme. <laughs> oh, man. So, so, Ted, I mean, I know you, you've been running your company 26 years plus, and we always talk about this whole idea of taking action, taking the right actions. Love to hear your thoughts on this. No, just, just listening to, to Dr. Terry's perspective on it. She made some of these things sound so easy. Right. You know, and says, hey, you know, basically set a schedule and, you know, prioritize three things. I'm like, not 30, <laughs> not, not, not 30 things at the same time. You're, you're trying to tell me you trying to tell me it's a better chance that I'm going to get those three things done than those 30 things that I have on my to do list. To -do list. <laughs> You know, and something <clears throat> something as small as that, and I think that I think that it it helps you because I think we always want want a feeling of accomplishment, mm -hmm. right? You know, if you got thirty things on that list at the beginning of the week and you still got thirty at the end of the week, you got a problem, right? So you know, if you can do three a day, like you said, and have ha half of that thirty list done by the end of the week, you feel like you really have you know moved the the needle. Yes. And so that's that's helped me, right? Because I be having a bunch of to-do lists with a bunch of stuff, and which to-do list is it? And and I'm kind of taking time to create new to-do lists. Yeah. So yeah, I want to start getting some stuff to done, right? So I think that's what we <laughs> need to focus on. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Love that. Awesome. All right, so we're here talking to Dr. Terry Levine. Uh, so so now let's really get into this as far as your four-step formula for business success. Yeah, this is what I love talking about. So this comes right out of my best-selling book. It's called The Conversion Equation. And the formula is literally the number one thing that creates success for my clients. And I'll explain the formula. It's four steps, and then I'll go through each one. It's interrupt, engage, educate, offer. So let me explain the first one, which is interrupt. Human brains, back to human brains, mostly go through things in downtime. 
we're scrolling the internet. Our brain isn't all that focused. Scroll, 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 scroll. We open our email. There's a bunch of emails. Yeah, whatever. And downtime, let me give you the analogy of downtime to get an example. Have you ever driven somewhere and like, I don't even remember that light or that, I don't even know how I got here. Okay. Your brain is in downtime. If you have a typical pattern, drive home from one place to the next, your brain's like, I know how to do this. It's not as focused as it needs to be. That's just how the brain performs. Well, when we're on social media and email, we're not in uptime. We're not really paying attention. So your posts, your emails, your Facebook lives, your podcasts, your blogs, they need to interrupt people and stop them. So you have to call them out. So if I wanted to call out uh, physicians who need more prospects, I'd be, are you a doctor who's struggling to get more patients? So if you're not a doctor, your brain stays in downtime. If you don't need more patients, you stay in downtime. If I'm talking to you, you're interrupted. You go, what? You pay attention. Now, I instantly have to engage you. Why? The human brain goes right back into downtime. So unless I engage you by giving you some information or a fact or a piece of data, something that perhaps you're familiar with or perhaps unfamiliar with, you're not going to pay attention anymore. So I quickly have to give you something that gives you data. Then the third is educate. Now I give you something that you probably don't know. So I might say, do you know the four-step formula for success? I have it right here. I'm educating, okay? And then we end with extending our hand with a no or low cost and no risk offer. So read my course here, read my blog here, watch my podcast here, join my Facebook Live here. Something very simple that can get people to take an action and begin as you create and serve to get value from what you're doing. So interrupt, engage, educate, offer. That is the fourth part conversion equation. That, that makes total sense. Uh, and I just know with, you know, everybody's just getting bombarded with messages. Everybody's just, yes. just, just inf everybody's drowning information. I'm thinking like, if you miss the interrupt phase, you, you really. You're done. You're done. I saw somebody send me an email. I think he got my email address from LinkedIn and I just about deleted it because the headline didn't interrupt me. When I went to click delete, I recognized his name. So I decided to read it. And I just was like, if he's sending this out to a bunch of people, most people are not going to look at it. Same thing on social media. I see posts all the time. Like they're not interrupting anyone. So got to do it in everything you do, whether it's online or offline, whether you're giving a talk, doesn't really matter. Interrupt, engage, educate, offer. One formula, it totally works. Absolutely. And, and so then engage, so talk more about the engagement piece. Okay, so now I've interrupted, we've gotten the attention. So, so what are some examples of things I can do to engage people? So after I've interrupted you, um, I then need to go ahead and engage you. So I could say something like, are you a physical therapist who is facing challenges in your business? Okay. So I called out my audience, called out the problem. Now, when I engage them, I might say something like statistically physician referrals have dropped 55%. 
So instantly I gave them something that keeps them open and curious. And they're like, oh, 55%. So now they're engaged. They're like, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Now I can educate them and say what to do about it. There is a formula of Google ads. There is a formula of print marketing and the right website. So now I'm actually educating them. And then I extend an offer, which could be read this article today. Could be anything. Does that make sense? No, that, that makes total sense. That makes total sense. Yeah. So calling out the audience and then, so your thoughts as far as the whole idea of niching versus just being kind of general, which, which approach should I take? So I, want, I want to make sure I get everybody, Dr. Terry. I don't want to miss anybody. What, yeah. what should I do here? I'm glad you asked. And I learned this so many years ago from Dan Kennedy and Jay Abraham. And boy, am I glad I did. I thought if somebody was breathing <laughs> and they could give me their credit card or write a check, woohoo, you know, I'm in business. <laughs> and then I realized that trying to appeal to everyone does not work. So what I recommend to all my client family members is go narrow, very small, narrow niche and go deep in that niche with the specific problem you solve. So for an example, you know, there's a, a lot of coaches and consultants that are helping other coaches and consultants. Be specific. What kind of coaching consultant are you going to help? And what is their one problem? Not, oh, I'll help every coach and consultant do everything. So if you're helping, we're talking about physical therapists, get more clients. You are just talking to physical therapists and you're just talking about the one problem they have, not getting enough physician referrals. Very narrow, very deep, not a generalist. Specialists, even in the medical field or the legal field, make a lot more money than generalists. Yeah, and I think that's a key to the whole engagement piece because they, they'll feel like you're talking directly because you're spelling out their exact problem. They're like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I need that. Exactly. You got it. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Good stuff. Inter interrupt, engage, educate, offer. Uh, those are, That's the four-step formula for business success. You got it. All right. So I know you, I mean, you're getting asked questions all the time for advice and everything else. I am curious, like, like what's a question that you never get asked that you wish people would ask you? It's funny. I was thinking about this the other day. So I'm glad you asked this question. Um, people never ask me if they should be using online ads or offline ads. Hmm. People ask me all about Facebook ads versus Google ads. They don't ever ask me, should I be using online versus offline? And my answer is offline. So I wish people would ask the question because offline ads are way less expensive have way more power and in my experience with over 7,000 clients much better results that's interesting so, so you're saying <laughs> so, so you're saying that you're seeing better results from let's say a, a mailer let's say yep mailer postcard putting something small in the mail like a little lumpy mail number one these things get open number two very few people are using snail mail so the mailboxes aren't overcrowded and people usually look at what comes in the mail versus email, which some of it doesn't ever get through. Some goes to spam. Google puts it in God knows what folder. You never find it. 
that your ISP doesn't deliver it and people are just used to hit and delete, delete, delete. When it is a physical something, people hold on to it and tend to look at it. Snail mail is not that expensive. Postcards are very inexpensive. And I will tell you, we get crazy results from snail mail. Crazy. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's easy to grab, grab their attention and actually get them to look at it. Yep. And but, the conversion equation works with that as well. Good. No, that's, that's great. So what's something that you still struggle with now that was a struggle for you in the early days that people will be surprised to know is a struggle? No, good question. Thank you. I love what I do. Like it's my favorite thing to do. So I love it, love it, love it. And sometimes it's hard for me to walk away from it. So what do I mean? I was in Mexico and I had decided I was going to work a little bit less so that at least one hour a day I could get in a swim. And then twice in the first week, the second week I learned my lesson, I just went beyond my boundaries of my work time. And it's like, oh, I'm still doing this. <laughs> Been in business 43 years and I'm still, and I literally started just setting a timer the next week. And when it was done, I had to leave, close the door, go to the beach, go for a swim. So working all on my own boundaries because work is very joyful for me, yet I have to do other things in my life and I have to devote time to my personal life. Now, that, that's, a, that's a good answer. And I think the challenge, and I can say for me, I think the virtual world makes it hard because, you know, like let's say if I'm going into an office, you know, I'm going to cut it off because it's like, okay, I have to go sit in traffic. I got to go do this. If I'm home, yeah, I can just... Yeah, just keep going. Yeah. That's right. And, and then I remember when I first started working virtually, my wife would be opening the door like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You've been in that room for 13 hours. What, what's the problem here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's having that boundary. Now, I'm much better at it being transparent here in my home in Pennsylvania or my other home down the shore in New Jersey. I'm, I'm really good at it. There's no, I don't know what it is in Mexico. It's like, I get into this flow of work and I, I don't know why. And I have noticed it. So I'm like, all right, Terry, let's work on that. You can do it in your other homes. You need to program yourself to do it here. And so I'm, I'm starting with timers. Hmm. Timers is good. Yeah. yeah that, Dr. Terry, that, that might be something I need. Yeah. It, it, it's helped me. It, this in the last week, Eric, it really did help me. The timer went off and I was like, oh, but I'm in the middle. And I went, no, I'm done. I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. So, so what advice do you have for the entrepreneur who feels guilty stepping away? What, you know, I want you to like, yeah, I want you to think about it. If you owned a store or you owned a restaurant, you would have certain hours that you would be open just because we don't have a physical location. We still have to act as if we have a physical location. We have to set work hours and we have to set boundaries and we have to let that guilt go because it's not serving us and it's certainly not serving our prospects or our client family members. Or, or, or Dr. Terry, we could, you could be that 24 hour diner. <laughs> diner work around the clock. I mean, somebody's always, someone's always hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, Ted. There's an option too, but there you go. <laughs> well, good stuff. All right. So, so we're coming down to the, the final segment. It's called write this down. 
This is Ted's favorite part of the show. This is where we each get to go around and share at least one idea from today's episode that we want the people to write down so they can level up. So Dr. Terry, I mean, you're, the, you're our guest of honor. What do the people need to write down from this episode? Oh, I'm going to say the conversion equation. They need to have that four-step process. They should have it taped on their computer, you know, in their car, by their bathroom mirror, by their nightstand. They have to memorize that and double check that they use it all the time. The conversion equation. Make sure you're following those four steps. All right, good stuff. All right, Ted. Again, you know, you got me. So, so Dr. Terry, while while he said why he says this is my favorite part of the segment, it really isn't. Right? <laughs> like, I'm stuck with following someone like you that's accomplished all these things and you've been dropping boulders of information throughout the whole session and 40 some books and i'm after you and it's like ted okay all right <laughs> what you got right so so you know i think that you know what kind of impacted me the most is when you talked about you know when you were providing those services at no cost all right and you were just trying to provide value that just said a whole lot right like one it says you really love what you do right because some people can say that i love what i do well you know that saying i think what they say if you could do it for no you know with no money like then you love what you do mm. right like when people are like okay would you ever step down from this then what would you do I'd probably do some consulting in this. I'd probably just do free workshops in this. Right. I just, I like talking about this. I love what I, what I do. And I think that that's a key thing. I think when you find that thing that you just love what you do, right? And if you don't have that, I think you, you should never stop striving to find that, right? Like even if you're working a full-time job, working for someone, but you just love to you know, work with, you know, kids sports or something after hours. And that's your thing. Mm -hmm. I think you need to find that thing that you, that, that is not driven by money. All right. And that's the thing that you enjoy doing, whether it's your, whether it's your, your business or job or just a hobby. Right. And I, and, and I think that'll just, you know, you get, you'll get more fulfillment than any contract that you that you that you could get right you'd get any fulfillment you know uh, more fulfillment than you know any job or anything if you're you know showing value right because you know when you're actually showing showing value to people right you see you know when the the stars line up for them when things start to connect and something that you said and they're shaking their head and all of that you're like okay you know, that was, that was worth it, you know, and I've, I've had people that I've talked to over the years uh, of entrepreneurs and, you know, and they, and I, and I even, for, and I've forgotten those conversations and I'll see them somewhere at a conference. They're like, oh, you remember when you spoke to my partner and I about X, Y, Z, and you shared, you know, this approach and your philosophy to this. And then they repeat something. You're like, yeah, I used to say that. I used to say that. Right. And, you know, and, and at the time, sometimes that's again that's you know, that's worth more than any, you know, any 
any dollar, right? That you were impactful, right? You were genuinely impactful. So yeah, so so thank you. Thank you for sharing, you know, all of that. And the other thing, one other thing is, no, like interrupt. When you started off with interrupt, I'm like, interrupt? <laughs> what is that? But then I think about, you know, and sending out emails and things like that. Like when someone's looking at a thousand yeah. emails, what's going to make them stop what they're doing and look at your email, right? right? Or, or, or when someone sends you, you talked about, you know, mail and you get mail. And I remember... I'm ashamed to say what I'm about to say. I think I said this to you one time before, Eric. But I remember someone one time, I think they sent me something in the mail. And I don't know if it included like a $50 bill or something. It was something like that. Wow. And they totally interrupted me. Oh, yeah, that would. They <laughs> don't do it. Now, I took the $50 bill, but I don't think I ever followed back up, though, with them. But they sent me free money. So it definitely was. It got my attention. Yeah. I meant to follow back up, but yeah, I mean, but that was was pretty bold. It was somewhere between twenty and fifty dollars. And I looked at this, I'm like, is this real? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, you know, they had the idea. So yeah, I can see how that that whole in, interrupt approach, you know, just kind of gets things going and gets the attention, gets people to to stop what they're doing, uh, you know, long enough for you to you know, you know, provide, I guess, you know, whatever you have of value. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So again, thank you. Thank you, Ted. I love that. Excellent points. Yep. Write that down. So for me, just this whole idea, Dr. Terry, of uh, the mentors, the the power and the need to have coaches and mentors. And I I just, I I was having a conversation a few weeks back with a business owner and he's been successful smart guy. He's in the Mensa group for you know highly intelligent people. He's in his eighties and I'm talking to him and he says, yeah, sorry, I'm late. I was, I was just meeting with my mentor. <laughs> I'm like, Love it. And, and not, yeah, literally he's got someone every other week he's meeting at the coffee shop. Love it. The mentor. And they still talk. They still talk about the best ways to apply things and he gets ideas and applies it to his business still. Um, and it's just, I think people underestimate the the power in, you know, finding someone who has been where you're trying to get to and, and being mentored by that person and being coached by that person. I think that's just the fastest way to get to where you want to go. Find somebody who's been there already. I agree. So. I mean, I would never do any of the things I do. I always do them with a guy to help me. Hmm. And, and you know, it's interesting. One of the things I discovered when I, when I look back, like sometimes, like I, I would have a coach and we really haven't gotten into the nuts and bolts of their program, but I can see my results improving already. Just yeah. because, like, it's like they've raised my thinking. All of a sudden, people are reaching out to me that never reached out to me before. Hey, Eric, we need you to come speak here. And, and that's all around the time where I had this certain coach. And I used to think that was luck. That was a lucky thing. But now I realize, no, that person has elevated my thinking. Exactly. Now I'm starting to attract other things. Exactly. And I like what you said. Sometimes, you know, even for me, I, I was working with someone on community, my Facebook community. And within two weeks, and it wasn't like he did anything or told me anything earth shattering. 
there was something about working with him that started to have me thinking differently and being more curious and trying different things in my community. So be open, be curious. And yeah, I agree with you. Get a mentor, get a consultant, get a coach, whoever resonates with you, get some help. And doc, doc, Dr. Terry, I'm sure you, uh, Eric and I speak about this often, you experience a lot of people that want to pick your brain like <laughs> any time that can find some time to set aside just so I could just kind of kind of pick your pick your brain. I know you get a lot of that. Yeah. So do you want to know my answer to that? Yeah. So my hourly rate for picking my brain is twenty five thousand dollars. Now uh, I don't well, want to be grand, right? I'm not looking for them to hire me, but for them to understand I okay. come with a lifetime of That's business right. knowledge, business experience. I've invested in mentoring and courses and program. No, you're not going to pick my brain. You're not going to pick. You're not going to pick my answer, Ted. That's what I said. Twenty-five grand. How did you want to pay on PayPal, or how did you want to? Pay? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is the cost of brain picking. Yeah, this is the cost of brain picking. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a humorous funny. answer, said kind of tongue in cheek. However, it is my answer. That's the answer. That's the answer. <laughs> Definitely. So Thank pick you. your brain, or you you can pick a method of payment. How about that? Which way? Which way? Which way? Oh man! All right, now this this has been fantastic. This, again, this is another one of those episodes. There's a lot of other questions I could ask Dr. Terry, but I know she's got things to do, and this would be a two yeah, two or yeah. three hour yeah, show. And, and, and it's going and it's going to cost after that, right? You know, <laughs> you, know you got the, you got a, you know thirty minute hour. I mean, 30 minute, two hours. You start getting to that. You're in the brain pick. You're in the brain picking. Eric, are you starting to pick my brain? We talked about this already. About the invoice. That, that about 25, the I don't see the 25 grand in my account now. You may have to stop That's talking. That's it. <laughs> Too All right. funny. All right. So, so, how can people best connect with you? I love my community, my Facebook community. There's about 8,000 entrepreneurs in there. I do training. I do teaching. I give free things away. We've got prizes. We have ways that you can promote yourself and your business. So connect in my community, which if you just go to Facebook, to the groups, look at Heartrepreneurs. So it's the word heart, R-E-preneurs with Terry Levine. And just ask to join the community. We will welcome you. And you might even have an opportunity to get interviewed on a Facebook Live there. Uh, there's just a whole, we have a whole lot of fun in the community. I'd love to have folks join. Excellent. All right. And then you, I know you've got um, the upcoming Mastermind. And yeah. we've got a link for that. Uh, Mastermind.hotrepreneur.com. We'll definitely make sure we um, share that. So everybody has that as well. All right. And this has just been an amazing episode. Thank you for all the value and just the nuggets of mm. content that you shared. Um, I want to also thank you both. Um, you asked some very different, unique, and interesting questions. Plus, we had fun, which I knew right off the bat. We had fun at the same time. So it's my honor, truly, that you've been here. I really, really believe that. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah great. Sure. For sure. And, and then those of you that are listening or watching us, don't forget to share the show. Share the show. Share, share the show. show. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Listen to Dr. Terry. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, and this is this is life-changing information. This is business-changing information. This 
you go back and implement the things that she just spoke about, you, you will notice a difference. Um, again, I, I think one of the big things is please find a coach, find a consultant that can really um, help you to get there. All right, so that is our time for this week on the 30 Minute Hour Podcast. Thank you again, Dr. Terry Levine. And until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the 30 Minute Hour Podcast. We need your help to grow the show. One of the best ways that you can help us is by leaving both a rating and a review. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any of those other podcasting platforms and leave us a rating and a review. We've got a bonus that we're running for this month, a special bonus, that if you take a screenshot of that rating and review and you email it to eric at ericmpwiggs.com, you get entered into a special drawing where you can win a free copy of my book, The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. And then lastly, don't forget to share the show. That's right, share the show. Share this show with someone in your network who you know will benefit from the message. Again, I thank you for listening. And remember, don't allow perfect to become the enemy of progress. So keep growing.